Good morning, it's Pastor Chris with Soul Revival Biker Church, and this is our week 34, day 4 of our Discipleship 2020 podcast. Today is going to be about something I've been dealing with a lot lately. You know, um, it's God always has a plan. Sometimes I feel like a college student and the professor keeps stamping my paper failed and telling me to repeat course, repeat course. Because God shows me over and over. He's such an amazing and patient God. And we get to going along and things get going good and we forget who's really in charge. And we have to be told to repeat course. So anyways... We're going to be reading out of Hosea, but let's first, uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this day to rise, a day to shine, a day to seek your will, a Lord, another day to practice dying of my flesh. There's a lot of days I just can't get it right, God, but I need you, Lord. I need you to lead me, guide me, direct me, and correct me every day of my life, every step of the way. Lord, I just pray that the people who are listening this morning will find something that helps them to make their life just a little bit easier each day. And Lord, we just ask all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, this scripture in Hosea is kind of, uh, I don't know, it's kind of, difficult for me to read, but I'm going to try to get through it. It says, the children of Israel shall abide many days without king or prince, without sacrifice or sacred pillar, without ephod or teraphim. Afterward, the children of Israel shall return and seek the Lord their God and David their king. They shall fear the Lord and his goodness in their later days. Now, this section of scripture provides us with like this real intimate glimpse into the faith and the life of Hosea. You see, God had chosen this godly man to become a living example of his grace by commanding him to take a wife given into harlotry. Much like Israel was given into spiritual harlotry, But unlike Israel, Hosea was committed to God's will. I mean, regardless of how much it would cost or how much it would hurt him, he was just, he was in it to win it. In this particular scripture, God offers us the example of Hosea's long suffering and his loving grace toward his adulterous wife, Gomer as a picture of his plan to redeem his people out of their bondage to sin. You see, he wanted people to see unconditional love because that's what he has for us. But like Hosea, we must be committed to God's will regardless of how it might make us feel. You know, Prayer is a most basic form. It's an expression of either our dependence on God or our independence 
from God. In prayer, we either demonstrate that we trust God's will for our lives and desire to follow His plan, or that we trust our own will for our lives and just merely seeking God's stamp of approval for our plans. I know I'm guilty of that one. I'm guilty and I have to ask forgiveness often. You see, Christ's prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane provides a helpful model for surrendering our will to God's. Christ was committed above all things to fulfill the will of God regardless of the great cost that would be required. Luke 22:42 records this prayer. Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. There are two ways to pray. Lord, my will be done, or Lord, thy will be done. We either trust in our own abilities, knowledge, and intellect, or we trust in the one who is perfect, perfectly wise and all-powerful, knowing that he always has a plan for us that is far better than anything we could imagine. I'm to the point now where when I don't get my way or my will's not done, my prayer's not answered the way I want it to be answered, I have to get kind of happy because I know he's got something better coming for me. There's something better. He helped me dodge a bullet. I may not see it right then, but I will eventually see it. And trust me, as we've been looking for our new building for our church, we've had many disappointments. And we've had to be patient and wait on God's time. But although he didn't provide the way we wanted him to provide, He has provided. We do have a place to have church. And, you know, maybe it's that thing where he's testing us. It says if you can't handle a little, he won't give you a lot. And maybe we got to start where he wants us to start small and just prove to him that we will do his will. I would like to think I've been very obedient in proving that, but I don't know what his guidelines are for that. I don't know what's going on. He may have some huge, great plan for us that I'm not aware of. I have to trust him. I have to trust the Lord, our God, to do the right thing for me instead of trying to do it for myself. Because I'm just not capable And I know that. Every time the Lord gives me the keys to the car, I put it in the ditch. So I'm just going to sit back and let him drive now. He's helped provide places for me to go. And that's all that matters, is that I keep doing God's work and keep reaching people with the gospel. So, yes, today, this chapter of Hosea these verses they kind of spoke to me 
and I had to sit back and just meditate on it, understand what it's trying to tell me. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Faithful Father, thank you that your plans are perfect and they never fail. Father, teach me to desire your will instead of depending on my own wisdom. God, I pray that I will follow your plan for my life regardless of the cost or consequences. Lord, help me know that no matter what I face, I can have confidence that you're always working behind the scenes to bring good to my life and glory to your name. Lord, just give me strength not let you down. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Alright guys, we know the devil's out there. He's here to steal, kill, and destroy. Don't let him win. Go out and make it a great day. Remember, God loves you. I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Peace out.